Hello folks, Richard here again today. I'm here to kind of do a part two to diets, but I'm going to be bring today some specific suggestions to foods, covering it by breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but also some helpful hints uh, or tips that will help you in this. And I'm bringing a lot of this information, and I want to thank Mountain Family Wellness for providing me with it. Um, and uh, let's just get right to it, okay? Some helpful tips or hints for you is when you uh, wake up first thing in the morning, drink a glass of room temperature water, preferably distilled, um, but definitely not chlorinated. <laughs> but uh, also people on well water, that would be good as well. A lemon, a little bit of touch of lemon is also uh, good and healthy for you. Especially if you're uh, damaged, if you're uh, had had kidney uh, stones in the past, it's always good just to maintenance as well as prevention to add a little bit of lemon in your in your water or your diet. Uh, your diet should be obviously free of any beverages with the meal. If you drink beverages with the meal it will dilute your digestive juices so it's okay to go one half hour before and one hour after is kind of the timeline that you're looking at i know you're thinking i can't do that well it will be a health benefit for you to do that avoid eating within four hours before going to bed this gives your digestive system a, bra- a break. And I know there's a lot of people out there who have done a lot of the, the fasting for, you know, 12, 14, 15 hours. And I think that occasionally is good as well. But definitely, uh, you want to be at that four hours before going to bed. I, I'm appalled or astonished at times at how many people I see eating out at eight o'clock at night and drinking and then they go home and go to bed two hours later and it's like how do they do that um well those people are usually people that are 50 60 70 pounds overweight and if i'm talking to you you know what i'm talking about um stay with that guideline four hours before going to bed for a mid-morning snack enjoy fruit and uh fruit and we're going to cover that in a minute. First thing in the morning is very, very healthy. Raw whole foods are superior to refined food. Refined foods, I think most of you know that. No process. Take the processed stuff out of it. Plant foods, vegetables are always superior to animal foods. Taking enzymes, taking enzymes will keep you young or younger and healthier. I'm not good at that. My wife is very good at that. (laughs) Take food enzymes when you're eating cooked food, bread, cereal, or potatoes. You haven't heard that from me before very much, but it's coming from some experts at Mount Family Wellness, so I'm going to have to look at doing more of that. Take food enzymes again when you're eating cooked food, bread, cereal, or potatoes. I'm just looking at over my notes here. 
And let's get to the foods. Uh, there's some other things in there, but I want to get to the foods because I don't want this to be really long. And I'm going to start talking a little bit faster and going very quick. Uh, breakfast. Let's start with breakfast. Start out with fruit to clean your intestinal system. You can have different fruits all morning or wait an hour and have a healthy breakfast. So, in other words, eat all the fruit you want and then if you still want your breakfast, wait about an hour. It gives that fruit time to digest. Eat fruits that are ripe and in season. Grow as close as your own, grown as close as your your own environment. So, you know, like I'm in Oregon, apples are rich here, berries are, are, are a lot of berry abundance, those sort of things. That's what I concentrate on when they're in season. Now, when they're out of season, it's very, very tough. I'm in a, uh, a climate that is colder, rainier. Um, if you're in California or some of those other places, you're going to have a lot easier. If you have a very poor digestive, uh, slightly cook your fruit so as not to ca- cause discomfort. Okay, there's good combinations and bad, there's bad combinations of the fruit. So put uh, your acid fruits and sub-acid fruits together if you can. So your acid fruits, these are examples because the list is long, but berry, citrus, cranberry, grapefruit, lemon, lime, orange, pineapple, pomegranates, uh, which I wish I grew, grew more here. Those type of f- fruits can be put in combination with your sub-acid fruits, which are your apples, your apricots, your berries, your blackberries, blueberries, cherries, figs, oh, I miss my figs, grapes, those type of products. And then uh, you also have your sweet fruits, which are your dried fruit, your bananas, uh, dates, those sort of things. Melons. Eat alone or leave alone on the melons. Whatever melon it is, you can eat eat alone or leave it alone. Don't put, uh, it's not recommended to put acid fruits with sweet fruits. Or melons with anything. I got to work on that one myself. After waiting an hour, or for an adult, or half hour for for children, and if you're still hungry, uh, you can look at these these fruits here. And excuse me, uh, you can eat. Look at these products here. And the top four I'm going to give you are are. Probably my my favorite. I might go a little bit more than four, but oats are great. Raw quick oats, raw goat's milk, raw nuts and and seed. I like my quinoa, and then I I do like my eggs. Concentrate on foods with low blood sugar and that are loaded in protein. And the ones I just gave you do, uh, can can do that for you as well. The almond milk. Uh, which is more of a, a liquid, so I'm throwing that in there, Anya. Um, and again, I, I like eggs, but there's other things such as honey sweetened granola. If you're doing a honey sweetened granola, it's great. 
I do that. I do. In fact, I love granola because it has the nuts in it and some other stuff. Uh, honey sweetened yogurt. Honey obviously is good for you. And I get the yogurt that is less plain, plain yogurt, and I'll throw my honey in there. Those are some of my favorites and some other, some of the good things that you can do for breakfast. Now for lunch, um, lunch. This is where you can start really beefing up on those green leafy vegetables or grasses. Also nuts, seeds, and in, in, uh, beans. And um, here's where a recommendation maybe to take some supplements as well can go in the richest source of calcium and protein is generally found in green leafy vegetables and grasses when i'm and i'm talking about meat at this time i'm just talking about plant-based products and the richest source of calcium and protein can be found in those green leafy and other and other products magnesium there's other ones that can be found in and those green leafy vegetables again are the list can be long but uh, just I'm just thinking to keep it short. I'm just going to say eat those green eat those green leafy vegetables. Start slightly starchy vegetable proteins as well, like beets, carrots um, are great as well. One thing I haven't talked much about is real salt. Don't get the don't get the the cheap salt. Get the real salt. It has it'll it'll have some minerals in it. Okay. Um, there's non-starchy vegetables as well. That's what I call your alfalfa sprouts, your artichokes, your asparagus, garlic, mushrooms, onions, those type of things, as well as your legumes or you know, legumes, your beans. I'm not big big on beans myself. It just seems to to mess with me a little bit too much. I do like my uh, hummus, which or peas. And the chickpeas is what makes the hummus, but you can make hummus from a lot of of different things, but I usually get the chickpeas. Very, very good for you. Um, Then you have your starches and your potatoes. Uh, I usually like my potatoes baked or, or roasted and stay away from frying any of these things. Okay, no fried foods where possible uh, and I usually go with my yams or sweet potatoes pumpkins uh, and winter squash they're starting to develop more and more healthier better tasting better eating uh, winter squash and I'm gonna look at that grains the healthy grains you know your oat breads your uh, cracked wheat sourdough those type of Ezekiel breads those breads just make them healthy don't do that cheap white uh, stuff that's going to mess with your digestive system. Corn, millet, we talked about quinoa, those sort, sorts of things. And um, proteins, when you're buying your meat, consider uh, does it have hormones, steroids, antibiotic, pesticides, chemicals, or morbid uh, pathological illnesses because you're going to get those things if you if it's not done right and, you, and that's why you can be got to be very very careful that's why i say go organic even organic you still got to you know it's got to be done right the meat has to be processed correctly and all that stuff but good meat can be bought usually from your local 
co-ops, your healthy food stores. I'm not saying don't get it some of the bigger chains, but it's got, it's going to be harder to get that organic type um, product there. Alrighty, um, hopefully this helps. I'm going to move on to dinners real quick. Um, and I know some people, there's been a lot of debate about should I eat twice or three times a day and just do a, a, a small, smaller snack. And I do that from time to time just to keep my weight down, especially if I'm not uh, exercising as much. I usually will do a, a breakfast and I think breakfast is probably the most important um, meal of the day. That's my personal, <laughs> that's my, gets me going, gets me my energy. That's why that fruit is very helpful. It has all that natural uh, sugar and, and, and carbs in it to help you start your day. But if you're doing a, uh, a slash lunch or dinner, you know, I might have a healthier, I might have a little bit of a snack in the, um, you know, l- lunchtime and go with a, a, an earlier dinner. Depends on my day. Sometimes I'll go with a bigger lunch and just a lighter snack at dinner. But if you're doing a stats, a dinner, uh, stick kind of with what we've talked about about already at lunch. And I kind of forgot a couple things in there. Your your healthier fats are good. You got to get your healthier fats: your avocados, your coconuts, your olives, those sorts of things. Seeds, uh, pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds. Uh, and I've told you before, nuts. I'm a, I, I love my nuts. I can't remember what my type, my blood is, but there's that that out there too. That some people go by that, and I think there may be some truth to that because I, I I love my nuts. Um, and those are things you can look at on a meat. Again, get that healthy meat, fish. Uh, that's part of the Mediterranean diet. There's uh, fish for healthy oils. Your salmon, your tunas, your trout your halibut, lamb, my wife likes lamb, and then try to keep your red meat, uh, and I don't do this very often, I start doing some plant-based meats, like Beyond Meat, I'm doing a plug for Beyond Meat, yes, I kind of do a plug for Beyond Meat, because it's basically pea, but it's very good and very healthy for you, uh, and I do do my red meat occasionally and when I can and I do and I'm a hunter so if I can get an elk or deer or something I'll I usually a little bit more of that but stick with those fishes uh, again uh, chicken turkey and uh, this should help you also take your supplements and we haven't talked a lot about supplements now but again the superfood blend that we had that we got initially from Mount Family Wellness called Total Health they actually have it under their uh, in their uh, clinic as well. Uh, it's great to do that supplement. All right, appreciate you guys listen. Hopefully this helps. I know I went pretty fast through some things, but hopefully this helps. All righty, this is a part two of January eighth, and it'll be on the notes as such. All right, thank you.